0: when do you want to start do we have a first yeah before
1: we get started gotta talk about the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects they've been doing it since 1972 denver rubber company has provided the highest quality products from custom die cut gaskets to molded rubber to custom contract manufacturing custom hoses and it is still snow season in denver in colorado if you can believe it
0: it's gonna snow this week it's gonna blow not
1: looking forward to that but Denver Rubber Company is your one-stop shop for anything that has to do with snow plows. The blades can be cut to any length and slotted to meet your exact specifications. Call them today, 1-800-259-0010, or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash dnvr. Tell them who sent you.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by Illegal Pete's the uh, it's going crazy uh i am your host adam mares i'm joined by the all-star cast as always seated to on the bottom it's, it's, <laughs> it's so weird that on, you guys? are i'm i'm, hyped, but it's, I'm you are
2: tonight s- why i love that you are so pot committed to the idea of somebody being seated in relation to you that you won't even not you like you have to say seated blank to me though we're not seated anywhere near you we are not. Yes, <laughs> yes you are.
0: The, you're right. I do have a. I do have my comfort <laughs> and this is how it is. It gets me going, Eric. I'm actually. I'm actually already going. I think we're all right funky music coming coming in. Oh, it's really great. Se- seated to the top. Left. <laughs> you didn't even know where you were, did you, Eric? No, it's D Line, this, this is
2: the issue: is that I don't know to like. I want to prep myself. When I know you're coming to me and I don't even know when you're coming to me. I don't know where I am like, <laughs> sitting in relationships. You never what have anything saying. prepped. Come on. <laughs> well, maybe I have like a, a jolt—a a, jolt of too. energy, like a like a
0: bow kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> bow. Oh. Speaking of jolt of energy, I see in my top right Brendan Vogt chugging some some coffee at at uh, ten o'clock at night. Oh my god! It's actually red wine. Is this a winner's lounge? Does this oh. kind of a <laughs> <this laughs> winner's lounge? I love it. Great! I'm the hyped. winner's lounge coming straight from the winner's lounge. I am so excited, guys! Um, first of all, we just finished up what will be our what is our first ever dnvr watches nuggets event tonight we coordinated with nuggets nation on twitter and we re-watched we all queued it up and started at eight o'clock when we started uh game one of the 2009 western conference round one denver nuggets hosting the new orleans hornets which is going to be a little bit weird i'm going to screw that up at least a dozen times (laughs) um the new orleans hornets and they got the dub. They got a blowout dub, and it was so much fun uh, watching it. What I'm excited, we're going to talk about that game now, recap it, almost as if this was like a live game we just watched. But what I like about that, we have Brendan vote Coming into this game, how much did you know about this game, Brendan? Almost nothing. I knew
3: that the Nuggets won. I didn't know the margin. The game
0: or the or the series? Like, Did you know they won game one?
3: No, I assume they won game one because I knew they won what, the series. What
2: kind of spoiler is this? Now he doesn't know if they win the se- He already knows they win the series. Like, why? Oh,
3: gosh, you're right. <laughs>
2: Dang
3: it. Yeah, well, that part I knew. Um, no one told me, though. I- we talked so much about Carmelo. No one told me that that's Chauncey Billups' basketball team. Um, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're
0: coming in so hot. I love it. The, the takes are going to be coming in. Um, Harrison Wind, you're also a fellow Youngin, but you're a, a Colorado native. How familiar were you with this game? before tonight
1: this game not so much the game and obviously we'll get to it from this series that sticks out is when denver won by like 50 plus points that's a game that sticks out but this game no i did not remember chauncey billups absolutely going off in game one i didn't remember that specifically
0: (laughs) yeah it (laughs) that really is the story of this one how old were you in 2009 i was
1: a senior in high school
0: oh that's so dope that's so dope. In high school. Um, and then, Eric, how how much did you remember the details of this game? And then also tell me where you were when this game actually happened.
2: Uh, let's see. So I didn't remember anything about this game. Nothing. Zero. That's the greatest thing. Like, you watch so many games in your life that you just, like, eject old ones, even though they're awesome. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. I watched that again I for the first... Absolute first time in my life I've watched that, but I think I may have been at the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Eric, I have kind of some similar, similar brains in this way because, yeah, again, definitely watched the game, definitely was into it. And I knew that Chauncey had a good game one. I just remember that. But watching it, I didn't remember it was like that. Like, I mean, he was the Michael Jordan of the game. Oh my God, actually dude. Dominant. Actually, you know what? We're going to talk about this, but he was... I don't know what you would call him. Maybe the Steph Curry of this game? Dude. Like, he just kept draining threes. Not
2: only... That, and- it wasn't only that he was draining threes. He was just... He was also, like, a beast. Like, he, he also was like... A, he's like a tank, dude. He is so impressive. I cannot believe that I didn't... Yeah. I, I don't Well, think.
0: let's get... That you had forgotten the details of it. Yeah, let's for... um Let's push Chauncey aside for just a second, because I want to begin by setting up some context because i think it's fun when you go back in time and 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 try to remember what was happening here this nuggets team was really really good i think I, i know that sounds like stupid to say right now but i think people maybe kind of forget that um just like just uh just how good of a team this was because their record you know they weren't that great but here's what happened they didn't get training camp together this team they started the season with Allen iverson And they traded Chauncey Billups, like, first week of the season, or traded for Chauncey the first week of the season. And because of that, they only won, let's see, what what did their record finish up overall? 54 games. They only won that many. But they won 13 of their last 15. They dropped the last game of the season, I think, kind of a throwaway game. But they won 13 of their last 15 games going into the playoffs. This was a team that, like, was hot. They were getting good. And when you look at the talent, their starters were great. Their bench was really good. Their bench features J.R. Birdman. Um, who else was on that? Linus Klaza. Klaza, who was good. Like They just were solid top to bottom. So, I, I, Watching them, I guess I'll go to you first vote, but watching this team, just one game now. I know you have a one-game exercise. size. <laughs> but I'm, but an I'm an expert. expert. <laughs> yeah, but one game. How good was this team in your eyes after this? After watching them one time, so many dudes. That was the thing. Yeah. I there were so many names and players that you remember,
3: um, not just for their personalities, but because they're really, really good. And I thought it was interesting that depth was the key word. Kind um, of really funny to hear a coach hammering defense and the the broadcasters talking about depth. Um, kind of reminded me of like the start of this Nugget season, really. Yeah,
0: <laughs> in a lot of ways, yeah. yeah like the depth, um, this team was like a run and gun. Harrison, what about you? Watching this team again now, ten years later, and kind of comparing them to today's NBA and today's teams and stuff. Like, just what what popped out of you about how good they well, were?
1: They had a strong bench, and just comparing them to New Orleans' bench in this game, there was absolutely no comparison. I mean, the Hornets' bench was trash absolute trash compared yeah, to was. denver's yeah also what stuck out about this Nuggets team i love how this team was constructed you obviously have like your your yeah. top star power in mellow and chauncey you've got great bigs a good rim protection with kmart birdman you have shooters off the bench jr and Linus claza like defenders and spots dante jones like I just loved how this team was constructed in a a time where I don't think there was the quality of talent in the league that there is right now.
0: Yeah, and that's I think one of the things one of the themes for me watching it was that the Nuggets had a lot of guys that had jobs to do. I feel like now today's NBA you have to be more a little bit more versatile. Like you have to be able to do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But you had guys that was like, "Oh yeah, that's the yeah. rebounder, that's the defender, that's the shooter, that's the floor general." And like Denver had like two of all of those guys. Just there was just like so many waves of them, and I think that's uh that's kind of and what And everybody played um, their
1: role too. That was another thing. It seemed like everybody was yeah. really good with yeah. playing <laughs> their role. The bigs, especially, even JR, he knew his role was just to come off the bench and try to get really hot. He that's knew exactly suitable. what he was going to
2: do. Sometimes it it's went crazy well, sometimes too. it didn't. It's crazy too, yeah. like this uh this team we just watched sh- shares almost no traits with the current incarnation of the denver nuggets
0: yeah like almost there's almost no similarities yeah
2: no absolutely like this team is um they're
0: so tough and like i know that's the thing that's the number one word for me and they are
2: just like they are so much more fearless than Mm -hmm. our current nuggets can come off sometimes like this team i mean you can tell like i i tweeted at a certain point i think like somewhere in the third quarter that the game was, the, the series was over. Like, th- this was already the moment where the Nuggets had already taken the soul of the Charlotte Hornets. And I
3: will say it's easy to say that when you know how the series that's, ends. That's the
2: point, though. You Now that you have the, 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 you go back and you look, you can, like, sure, forensically sure. say, like, wow, that's where it happened.
0: And you can go back, like, there's a lot of different ways to win a series, especially a first round series. Like it doesn't, it's not like only tough teams advance or whatever, but it's just, that was a strength of this team. They weren't going to get punked. Like nobody walked into Denver on this team and was like, you know what, these guys, we can break their will or whatever, right or wrong. Just nobody thought that they would be like, okay, maybe we can outsmart them. We can out, you know, do this or that. But nobody was like, oh man, we hit them in the mouth. They're going to back down. We
2: we called them the thuggets. Like that's the greatest nickname, but.
0: But I think actually, so the Thuggets was really I think the Iverson era, and this is it, it, and like the, there's some really coded language here now that I think is aged poorly. It gets it gets uncomfortable. But I think one <laughs> think thing so? about like, Th- thank you. You think so? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't think thug I, I can, don't think listen like thug was No, like, no, no, no. I think I, I think it was a term of endearment, and still is a term of endearment sure. to talk about. I don't think it's like problematic to say Thuggets or whatever. But but what I was gonna say is that I think this team, and it was Chauncey, but I think this team was tough. There was the previous iteration that had Iverson, and I think that team was a little bit more, like, cool and flashy and, like, you know, like, fight tough. Like, they weren't afraid in that way, but mentally maybe not as tough. And I think Chauncey brought the, like, yeah, you know, almost the business toughness Absolutely. to it. That, that was the final missing piece that I don't think the other well, group had. Just a discipline. Also, this yeah, team yeah, that- was uh,
1: just stocked full of veterans, too. I mean, Chauncey, Kmart. Yeah mellow i mean just oh. the experience on this team compared to the nuggets team right now is just not even comparable
0: and so we're, you're talking about a nuggets team that in, that earns the two seed um they didn't have anything to play for i think in that last game because they end up tying record-wise with the trailblazers but blazers fall all the way to four so the nuggets end up with the two seed here but here's what's important about this this was the Nuggets' fifth straight year in the playoffs, and and this is where the context really, really matters. They make it that first year, 2004, 2005. They get knocked out in the first round. Nobody expected anything of them. They go back. They play the Clippers. They get knocked out in the fr- first round. That one was a little bit tough because I think that one people actually kind of started to expect something from. And then they get bad draws against the Spurs and the Lakers, and it's like, okay, and they go out in the first round. Imagine this Nuggets team. This is, this is how it would be. If the Nuggets made it that year that Nurkic in Portland knocked them out, but nobody expected them to win, they were just like, can we get in the eighth seed and get swept? That happens. Then imagine last year they win game 82 and go into the playoffs. Or Actually, it would be better than that. It would have been more like maybe last year where they lost to the, to the Spurs. Then follow that up with two more seasons of going out in the first round. Imagine if this Nuggets team misses, the, loses in the first round this year, next year, and the year after. Oof. That's That's what was facing the Denver Nuggets at this moment. It was just like – Man, this team is good, but they're not great, and they're not not—they're not even that good. So this game, coming into game one, Nuggets fans had the feeling of, you know, you believed in your team because they were so hot and they were so talented, but it's like, man, I don't know. Yeah. Every year we believe in them, they let us down big time. You know
2: who we were? We were the uh, Atlanta Braves of the NBA, where you <laughs> just get to the... Like that's for you, Brendan. Like that's yeah. That, I was
0: gonna say baseball guys here. That football. like,
2: I mean, you get it. Like, you just always make it to the playoffs, but like nobody takes it seriously at all. It's like a complete formality that you're just there. You play your 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 four games. You just go home. It's just the end.
0: Do you remember when when that happened for you? Because I I. I can't, I can't remember like the first year, like I said, you just expected to lose. This I think it might have been the Clippers year. That second year where it was just like, seriously, the Clippers? Mm. That's the team you're gonna lose to.
2: So for me, my um I had a disconnect with the Nuggets when I moved to Boston and when I moved back to Denver, I didn't quite pick up on them again until this year. This that we're watching. This was the first year that I was really engaged with them. I was like okay. only sort of engaged with them during the Iverson era. Yeah. And um and so for me, like this is this is where the story begins again for me.
0: Oh, that's you're lucky then. So you got a little you got you got the hope like at the exact right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I, mean, I mean That's why because, it was like
2: so compelling, like to get back on board.
0: Yeah, because the Clippers team was not very good. That was a three six, you know, three years prior. That was a three six with Denver as the three. And the Clippers as the six, and they dropped one. And I think that was when it was like, gosh, yeah. what if this team just is, when it's, you know, run and gun? They didn't play defense. Like all the narratives have yeah. to pile on. And that, and that, so like, oh. that
2: thing where just really quick, Brendan, sorry, it's like that thing where you have a um, playoff team that no one's excited about. <laughs> like yes, the exactly. the least exciting, which is death. Like you, it's you're trying to get to the playoffs, and then nobody even cares. Like what is the point? So what what was Denver
3: expecting? 2009 before game one was it any different after game one
0: uh man i can't i honestly i know it's years a really so. i really, sure, I really sure. can't say for certain but um I, I will say this so the reason i led in with that was because this game to me was all about chauncey billups basically declaring guys things are different things are different now this isn't the same team like we got it and i don't even know how to compare this to because carmelo was still the team's best player um You know, go-to guy and and whatever—not necessarily in this game, but in you know at this time. So it'd almost be like if you kept Jokic, but brought in like Chris Paul or something. I guess Chris Paul maybe is like a great sort of example for this. You brought in Chris Paul in Game One. Chris Paul just goes off like this and just wins. Like, don't worry, guys, chill. It's the first round. We're no longer a first round team. We are we are a contender team, and this series is going to be. And Chauncey's coming to
1: Denver, coming off what five straight Eastern Conference Finals appearances with the Pistons. Yeah. So he's like, right. all right. I he's like, around. yeah, we got this. Yeah. All right. With it's it funny first people round, think about nothing. that
0: Pistons team. It's funny people think of that Pistons team as like a flash in the pan or something because they weren't. Oh, they were yeah. always in the finals. Yeah. They just were always they just only won one. But they and they had just a great series against the Spurs. So like they they were a legitimate good team. I hate how they're talked about because they didn't have the marketable superstar. When people say they didn't have a superstar, not not true. They had some phenomenal players. They didn't have a marketable guy. But they had a bunch of good guys. I love the Ben nuggets, Wallace. That guy's incredible. The, the Oh, yeah. Defensive player of the year. Like, one of the best d- defenders ever. I, I, Rasheed Wallace is, like, one of the most versatile. And, by the way, f- ahead of his time players. Does ben, Wal- Chauncey,
2: does ben Wallace have the longest arms a human being can, can have without them actually physically dragging on the ground? He's <laughs> the huge, longest huge. arms I've ever seen on a human being.
0: And huge, too. Just like He's so, incredible. So <laughs> I think the Nuggets. This is maybe the Pistons are a good example. If the Nuggets ever win a title and made it to five straight finals or whatever, people would be like, "Yeah, but they never had a star." And you'd be like, "Come on, man! Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we talking about yeah. here?" Um, no, but anyway, Chauncey. That—that's what this game was was so much about. So, um, and then of course, this was also a year. It needs to be stated. This was also a year that. The Nuggets went up against an opponent that was also an unproven team. This New Orleans team wasn't proven. So this New Orleans team was Spakers not that good. <laughs>
1: they were just not that good. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I, I mean, what, 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 they with, with Chris Paul oh, the, not they, on the floor, this this Hornets team really well, couldn't they, do they, anything.
2: But it, it's it, they just got completely sun. They just showed up, and then like they just <laughs> it was just over. Like the Nuggets were like, "Dude, you have no chance here. No, the di- chance."
3: Yeah. It it is funny though. We talk so much about. Depth not mattering as much in the playoffs, but to me in that game, obviously outside of Chauncey killing, depth was a huge factor. It's where it's where the Hornets dropped off a cliff.
0: No, no, no doubt about it. Um, let's go to a break. We're gonna get now into the actual game. We set the table enough. Let's go into a break. When we come back. Let's talk about what Chauncey did on the court. Harrison, yeah, we're talking going.
1: about the Colorado core on uh, today's podcast. Who was in the core of this Denver Nuggets team? Do you guys think who is the core of this team?
2: Uh, the core of this team was Cha- Ooh, in order. Do it in order. What do you mean? Like it like, like as comparable the to most our core. Cor-
0: most no no most core to to like well, fringe obviously
2: core. Chauncey Billups is the heart of the team in the heart of Denver, Colorado. <laughs> so Love that's going to be the middle. That's going to be the middle core. Uh, and then everybody else is just sort of ancillary. Like, what, who cares? Oh, my gosh.
0: Takes, what is going on with people tonight? Am I going to have to? I didn't know I was to have the Carmelo Anthony defender tonight. Oh, okay. The, co- the core was Carmelo, Chauncey. Oh. I would say Kenyon.
2: That was, that was so cathartic for me. I, I can't even tell you. Felt good? Yeah, I really, that one felt good? It really did.
0: I think, I think, I think Nene might have been Nene next. Nene would have been next
1: if we're talking about oh. the yeah. Nene's Nene is severely was really underrated. Good, he was also, really frustrating.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would agree with you, but I would say that he's severely <laughs> underrated. But you're thinking mostly about his best. True. <laughs> like, he because he was also extremely frustrating as well. But uh, uh, and then I I don't know if there's anybody else that was in the core. Chris Birdman might have been the next closest. Yeah. J.R. Smith was kind
2: movie. of he was like a like ancillary core. He was like. Amex core. We're
0: going to talk a lot about you right, in a little bit. That's my Colorado Yeah, core. so check out the Colorado
1: core. You can also get Breck <laughs> Brew delivered uh, during this, this apocalypse big, that guys. we're living. Big. Call it the Breck Brew Farmhouse. <laughs> they will deliver you uh, Breck Brew. Whatever you want. Variety packs, Colorado core, Vanilla Porter Juniors, whatever you guys want. So uh, hit oh, them yo, up. Oh, you'll get
2: that Mile High Copper Lager. Ooh, the oh, Copper gosh. Lager,
1: the Encore, get a 50% off lift ride after you drink one of those. <laughs>
0: Or the fifteen can variety pack, and use the code, the app, the Drizzly app. I just found out about this. The Drizzly app. It's like Uber Eats for for alcohol. Oh, yeah, love it. awesome. Love oh yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
2: you didn't you, you didn't have the Drizzly app? <laughs> I didn't I have, have
1: <laughs> it, but now, what?
2: I yeah, now I know about it. Yeah. Oh wow, that's you. Why wow, you two suck? <laughs> <Yeah>. It's awful. <laughs> uh,
1: also, you, right now you guys can purchase Strava Craft Coffee online for twenty percent off using the code DNVR twenty. Tag Dravo when it. you guys purchase, when you're drinking, uh, let us know that you're supporting them and uh, we'll retweet, post your pics as well. Of course, Dravo Craft Coffee has CBD, which is non-psychoactive. It's been known to help cure long-term migraines, decrease anxiety, which uh, could be uh, coming handy right now. What's that?
2: Do you guys drink this? Do you guys drink this? Yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: of
0: best, course. Do you kind work? of question that?
2: I don't know. Like, are you a coffee person to begin with? Oh, yeah.
0: Big time coffee. coffee yeah. Person I, did, I drank it for um, like the entire because I got one bag of it and it was like, I, honest to God, it was like making my back feel better. I felt. It's incredible. My IBS is like completely, completely changed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I really. Mornings are fun again.
2: <laughs> I literally, uh, we have we have like a whole little ritual of like making Strava craft coffee. Everybody. like. We I like rearranged my life to accommodate Strava Craft Coffee. I'm not even kidding. We got an electric kettle that I use every morning. I, I wake up. I make sure I fill it just so. I push the button. It you know it satisfyingly boils. What's a kettle? Um, kettle? Is it? Am I saying that weird? I don't know. I don't know. A tea a tea kettle.
0: Yeah. Oh, a kettle. <laughs> oh, okay. An electric tea kettle. Oh, wow. Oh, those I, now I know an, what you're talking about. It's going to be an all-timer. <laughs> it's going to be an all-timer. All right, let's get to the game. Um, the Nuggets were nervous in this first game. And again, it goes back to that. Like, a lot of the dudes that were on this team were dudes that had gotten either swept or gentlemen swept in the playoffs. Like, you're talking about, you know, Nene, Carmelo, Kenyon. A lot of these guys had been around for the for the show, and they were all a little nervous, just a little off. Except for Chauncey, 16 points in that first quarter. And when is this? You weren't saying that's when it was over, right? Because the game was still – Chauncey kind of carried him for that first quarter as in like a, hey, ease your nerves. I think he had four pointers. I have the, I actually have the box score pulled up. Let me see how many he had in the first quarter.
2: Didn't he have six? Chauncey, like some had, uh,
0: Chauncey had eight of Denver's
1: first 15 four, and then four? 16 in the first quarter. I believe four threes. He was four for
0: four from three. Yeah, four for four from three. Five of six on the field. Oh, uh, yeah. maybe that was, it was what just I was incredible. thinking. I mean, that first quarter performance. The funny thing is, I don't even think that was his best quarter, but it was just an incredible first quarter performance that uh, that set the tone. Um, another thing that stood out to me, and it honestly made me sad, hearing a playoff crowd and a Denver playoff crowd oh, almost brought a tear to my eye. Ugh. That crowd was lit from start to finish. It's uh, and It felt like very solid.
2: You know what I mean? Like it was like, like last year, we got kind of soft playoff crowds. That oh
0: well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. That that crowd yeah. felt like
2: solid. Like people were like really locked in. Like it was a big deal. Yeah.
0: You know what I think it is a little bit is I think it was a, it, there was a little bit more maybe just belief or whatever. That's what I mean. Yeah. I wonder. Because I think the Nuggets' first round was really good, but that first game went so poorly. (laughs) I I Mm -hmm. wonder if there was a little bit of a, like, man, I don't want to go watch him lose to (laughs) them. There was just a
1: sense of of nervousness from that Pepsi Center crowd in that game one, but this crowd in this game was like, all right, we know what we're here to do. We've been here before. We we know what we're here to do. Like, let's go get it right now.
2: Oh, and also just Chauncey just drilling them in the eye over and over. You're like, all right, no, it's different. Can we can we you know talk
1: about were- how quick
0: Chauncey's trigger was from three? Because like th- I'm telling you, because it was deliberate. Yeah, it's because he knew. Like okay, I, I, it's like he could see everybody nervous. He knew how this game was going to go, and he's just like, I'm shooting. I'm shaking. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, and a, some of these are like yeah. kind of crazy.
1: A defender goes under a screen. Boom, three pointer. He a guy's trailing him by like a, a step. Boom, rises up and shoots. Like he was so confident from the jump, and I think he recognized early on that. Melo might not have it like Melo had a bad game he had a really bad first yeah. quarter his first Yo. field goal didn't come until there was like five minutes left in the first half i think chauncey was like all right might not be Melo's night so i gotta kind of put my foot down and put my imprint on this game early
2: i think that's can a you imagine, great point can
1: you imagine
3: that chauncey on this nuggets team
0: no honestly oh i my kept God. thinking that non-stop Nonstop and look there's nothing against Jamal or anything like that, but it's like we're talking about. I kind of feel like this team needs a Chauncey. That's I mean, ca- every thats team what ne- I mean.
3: Like, imagine if he was in that Spurs series right last year, where the Nuggets takes two, three games for the Nuggets to to realize they belong there. They really could use some, some the calming presence of a Chauncey.
0: I don't know that you can be the Chauncey of a team unless you're the second best player, first or second. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, can you get away with that if you're the third best player? Can you be it? I don't. I don't know if it's ever worked. Like. It works if you're the second best. And right now, as constructed, you know I don't know if Jamal's going to get there before too long. I mean, it's not fair to him. At this point, Chauncey is an NBA champion, been in the league sure. for forever. Right. Murray's still coming into his own. But I don't think Michael Porter is. So now who's going to be? Who's going to be the guy that could come to Denver and be that guy that's just like well, it's, the veteran, been there, nothing phases? Well, it's the
1: guy, it could be the guy you talked about earlier, Chris Paul. <laughs> He's probably like the closest comp to Chauncey right now in the league, wouldn't you say?
0: I mean, look, man. Chauncey ran this game to perfection. I, he was just so in control of every single aspect emotionally, the pace, the speed, the the scoring. Like he just was so in control of every. The crowd. Yeah, it, I just felt like so he was a you're puppeteer. Right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. He was.
2: He was. It was unbelievable. He was so impressive. I cannot like, <laughs> and it was such a different, like I was saying before, different brand of basketball. Like just. It, it's fast, yeah. it's tough, it's like, it, you know, it, it's not like calculated and, and technical, it's like strong and, you know, like forceful and, and you know, it's it's less less prissy, I guess, a little bit too, you know, like it, everything doesn't have to be perfect for it to work, so um, it's cool. I don't he know, also like it,
1: knew right when this team needed to run in this game and when they needed to slow it up, just how he controlled the game. Off of you know every make or miss that
0: New Orleans had. Let's talk. So let's talk about Carmelo though, because um, he kind of was bad. First of all, he was in New York for a while. Around the same time, I think you were vote. Like, what's your, what is your just overall impression of Carmelo Anthony? But before t- watching him tonight.
3: No, sure. Carm, I know Carmelo as a butt end of a joke. Even when he was, oh. even when he was talented. Even when he was. He had that year where there was some noise for an MVP for him, um, where he was pushing LeBron in, in the early playoffs. That was never really going to happen, but he he is regarded as the guy that gave Knicks fans false hope and and didn't deliver. So I kind of know him really wow. as as a guy who came up short, and he was never really super beloved. You know, as far
0: as the, the I know, fans he blew
2: it. it, dude. He blew it.
0: Yeah, well, kind of. No, because here's the thing. Well, here's the thing, cuz I've never heard this angle from Knicks fans. Like I always assume Knicks were so bad that when they got him and then they weren't good, I thought everybody just blamed like Dolan and it, Mike D'Antoni oh, and everybody. Yeah, but
3: that 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 wake burned up quicker than you think. It didn't take okay. long for people to realize like, all right, Melo's really not not that guy, you know? Okay. Mm.
0: Yeah. And in this game, it's funny cuz he was actually really bad, and it's funny he's a really good tough shot maker. So when he misses a bunch of shots, you're kind of like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> he just looks like a scrub. And tonight, he had a, other than maybe like four or five really nice plays. But outside of that, there was just a lot of like, that like oh, that's the Show Okay, like six dribbles pull up
3: from on the line. Okay. You mentioned that they looked nervous early. I thought that particularly applied to
0: him. Yeah, his first a, few possessions were like all over. Yo, there. he shot that yes.
2: hellacious air ball too.
0: Yeah, that's so what I was gonna say. A really bad air <laughs> oh ball man, like really sure, well sure. What about
2: Jr. Smith too? Like comes right into the game, shoots another hellacious air ball. <laughs>
0: incredible, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> so Jr. I think was in the game for like 14 seconds.
2: Between
0: <laughs> the first three hours, it was really quick,
2: and he, he missed it, in, it so badly. It was like it was like a like a comedy bit about if you do about Jr. Smith's career, you'd be like. Hey, he'll just come in and shoot it. It'll be an air ball. Like that's what really, that's what really happened.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was, I honestly laughed out. Loud I know, I watching by myself, like four or five <laughs> times. All, all Jr. Smith stuff. I'm just like, oh my god, dude,
2: so fun,
0: dude, so fun. The, uh, it's also yeah. great because he gives the face. He always gives. The oh, face so fun every time. I got, I'm, I got
1: the question of who from this Nuggets team would you most want to have on this current Nuggets team. And I was Ooh, thinking, I man, maybe some bench shooting would be nice. So I was thinking, either Jr. or Lenis Klaza. And then I was saying, well, there's no way Jr. Jr. would ever play under Mike Malone. So, <laughs> oh, that's, so that's so true. So I was thinking probably oh. Klaza, but Kmart would have been nice too for just his toughness and edge. How, how would Malone
0: have handled this rotation?
2: Oh man, he would he would have shut him down really really quickly. Which is funny because Who? oh Mal- Malone would shut down Jr. very quickly if he came in yeah. as ice cold as he came in. He would just set like that'd be he be done for the game.
3: And the other thing is George Carl had would put the ball in Jr.'s hands. Or I guess Jr. would put the ball. In JR's hands. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but he would play him like that would drive Malone nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he would never George- let Jr. dribble. Yeah.
1: The other uh, crazy thing, just to go back to Mellow for a second, this was an absolute mid range fest over like the yeah. <laughs> first half and really throughout the entire game. The first play was designed to get Mellow and a, a pull up 17, 18 footer like, off the dribble. Yeah. David West was jacking for mid range all first half. It was an absolute mid range
0: no you forgot the best guy though and it's not even mid-range because whatever guys can shoot and make mid-range and be efficient at it Melo was probably one of those guys it was the anthony carter back-to-back shots standing on the three-point line just standing (laughs) on it i remember i remember absolutely
1: absolutely cringing at every single Kenyon martin elbow jumper when i was watching this team in this era and i still cringe today when watching a kmart elbow jumper
0: Birdman had a great um, oh, Birdman. free throw line jumper where where the crowd kind of like he's open and they give it to him and he and the crowd's like yeah, yeah do, it, take it, do it, dude. Clank. Really <laughs> <was very>, uh, <laughs> that. That, that, that was very Mason Plumlee-esque on that. Except now
3: that's what we do when Mason's open from three. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just true. Birdman from the
0: free throw line. Do it. So true. It's Mason from the free throw line, it's like, don't take that one. But from the three we're like, come on, man. <laughs> just launch it. I know you only have one. Is it an, is like, like, like a, a
2: really old man take from me to say the following. Um, that's like a more pleasing way of playing basketball, right? Watching it, like taking more mid-ranges and stuff versus just raining threes down.
0: It, it, I, this is a really... I'm actually... I'm not going to answer. Let me hear Let me hear what Brendan <laughs> has to say because I, I, I have a take on this. I thought it looked pretty clunky tonight.
3: And, and I was thinking, <laughs> I was glad that Billup shot um, as many threes as he did. I don't need Rockets-level threes, but... I, I, I don't know. I thought there was a lot of action inside the arc, and it just looked clunky and crowded.
1: I think the reason why some people still like this style of basketball is because it's simpler. It's just simpler than a lot of aspects of the game today, and that kind of just hits home for some people, I feel like.
2: Don't you think it's more just that it's more physical? Like, there's just a more physical element to it that uh, requires that you're not just skilled? <laughs> There like, you're also top in addition to they're, your they're, skill. Like, you they let you
1: it. play more, if that's what you're saying. No, it's More than it, it. they do now.
2: It's not. It's not to say that players today are not tough. It's just the game that, as it's they, constructed, they, doesn't I, doesn't require I,
0: yeah, that part of their game. He, they what, weren't but, as skilled
1: I, back then. They had to just like use their strength and use their toughness more because they weren't as well, skilled. Well, if
0: we think about it, like Dante Jones, not going to make a bunch of shots. He made one big one in this one, and it was kind. And I think Marv Albert had something like, "Now that's just found money if he makes it <laughs> yeah. wide open, yeah. Yeah. just like a wide open." Da- Dante Jones,
1: the, the absolutely the Tory Craig of this team.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. But well, so what well, I'm, I'm hearing is that is an
2: old man take. Okay.
0: No, no. Well, no, no. Because I actually I say, because I think I split the difference a little bit. I think this has a lot to do with what you grew up on because it sets the expectation. Um, but here's what I think people really like. Fall away jumpers are gorgeous when they go in. Post up moves are gorgeous when they go in. Like that's, that's gorgeous basketball. You think about the iconic Kobe's and MJ's and it's turnaround fall away. And those have been a little bit eradicated from the game, right? Like, th- those aren't nearly as common as they used to be. And when you watch these games, you're throwing it into the post almost every time. Somebody's doing a, some kind of post move. Melo's doing a spin drill. Like, I think that's what you're thinking because when they work, it's pretty. It's just that a lot of times they don't work. And and I think you probably key in more to the beauty parts of it when it goes in. And I'm guessing Harrison and Brendan key in more to the like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. That's a bad shot. And when it doesn't go, it's really no. Bad. It's
2: so it's it's like that's the definition of an old man take. It's just like I formed this take when I was young and now I am old.
0: <laughs> so that- if guys could somehow like get better at posting up again and just had like this beautiful footwork. I just think I, it looks and, cool. And we're efficient. It would be, I think. I thought, be but
2: like, weren't we all just praising how tough they were? I mean, I don't know. that You, you rarely, you, <laughs> that rarely comes up in describing a, a team today.
0: Kenyon did the, uh, definitely gives, every foul he gives has 20% extra on it. Every single one. absolutely, Like a guy would get by him and he would just <laughs> like, Rake him yeah. across the body. Can you believe that? And then kind of look at him as in like, if you, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna look at yeah, me? Gonna, you gonna get pissed? Can you believe that of all people, he was called a fake tough guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> he seemed pretty tough. He to did me, to right? me too. He seems
2: like pretty legitimately tough. <laughs> uh,
0: let's talk about Kmart. His his game is just so interesting because he was a max contract player. He was the Paul Millsap of back then. Like He was just paid so much, and there was a bunch of Mark Kislas that were going, like, you know, worth the max contract. But <laughs> there was another one of those things where it was like Denver needed a guy, and they had to overpay to get him. But then on top of that, man, he was the rare case of a guy that got paid a max but said, no, I'm still a role player. Like, mm. I'm still I'm, – you know, I'm not trying to, like, ask for the ball a million times. I'm just going to guard and rebound and stay out of the way for Melo and Chauncey. And they're like, man, I love that. Yeah, I loved it too. And that goes back (laughs) to my point about everybody knowing
1: their role. And just Kmart's edge that he played with, his toughness, kind of made this team a little bit of who they were, right? Like, they are not the team they were without Kmart. He might not have done it with the points, but... Just kind of his. He was just all heart and soul. Oh, him, I love it. He's, like he's Draymond, a, a great defender too, an absolute beast on defense. He stonewalled David West in the post like two times in a in a row. He was an absolute beast on the block.
2: Yeah, he's Draymond. He is Draymond.
1: Yeah, they need. Well,
2: I think everyone. A lot, <laughs> I, I don't know about yet.
3: Far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people tweeted this. Like, couldn't the Nuggets use a guy like that right now? Just a physical guy. Just a you won't punk us guy. Like Trey Young puts it between my legs, I will close line you, kind of guy. And I think the Nuggets could use a Kmart. That was definitely a yeah, yeah. I,
2: I don't mean that they play the same. I just mean like that's the type of player sure. he is, right? He's just like a I strong defender. Right. Yeah. Like he's just a dick. Like he, he sets attitude. You don't rely on him for points, but he's just like like he and would it's not, not be like Tory afraid Craig. to call
1: out Mello in a locker. Room, no,
2: you know? oh my god, dude. He would be. I mean, he wouldn't call. He would call out somebody in the first row of the of the stance <laughs> like he's you know he's not messing around that guy
0: yeah yeah um the nuggets broke this open in the third quarter and again it was chance it was largely chauncey because chauncey carried him in the first quarter but the nuggets didn't actually pull away they got a little bit of a lead at half i think they're up like seven points in the third quarter is when they just broke this open and it was like oh yeah and once they did that's when all the fun really began some crazy dunks jr pulling up some crazy three like when you have it's so great to have a jr because when you're up 15 those crazy threes that are like this is so dumb but but if it goes the crowd's gonna go nuts and he had him it's like oh yeah those are just an extra little knockout it's like when you're in a like a in boxing when you when you get the extra hit when they're on the way down <laughs> and it's like yeah now you're, <laughs> you're knocked out for good that's what that's what jr was I uh watching
3: jr was as advertised everything everyone <laughs> told me about Denver jr I laughed so much what about Birdman Birdman was my first favorite nugget yes. i I remember like before I even really appreciated basketball and knew what I was watching I remember wanting to watch the tattoo guy block a lot of shots and, uh, <laughs> it's awesome man I miss. There, there was a time when every basketball team had one guy who cared more about blocking shots than anything else. No, that
1: was definitely perfect.
3: than even he really jumps. playing basketball.
0: He <laughs> was awesome. I think he had three blocks immediately, like in three minutes, and then yeah. but he, then he just kept jumping, like every little shot fake. He just would pull him all the way off of his feet. He jumped. Pretty he jumped
3: like four seconds early on the first shot fake in his first second in the game.
0: It was awesome. Let's take win. Take us to one last break. And then when we come back, I have some categorized questions to talk about for this game that maybe will help us, uh, f- kind of put a punctuation on the uh, conversation.
1: Yeah. Right now at mile high green cross, you can get $99 pre-pack ounces and V three hash oil bulk deals. You can get five cartridges for 100 bucks. And if you sign up for their loyalty program at mile high green cross, you get 20% off your entire purchase once per month. Uh, they're conveniently located right downtown, Ninth and Broadway. Is a deal
0: so good they tell you only once per month? I love it.
1: Yeah, we'll only get them once per month. So that's if you so good the deal is.
0: Ninety-nine dollar ounces, twenty percent off. So you're talking about an eighty dollar ounce. Um, that if you smoke more than that in one month, that's an insane <laughs> amount. We,
3: we call that the the quarantine special. <laughs>
0: the yeah,
3: quarantine special.
0: <laughs> we should hit them up. To J R see if Smith they have any can't even hit that deals. deal up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but again, uh, sign up for their loyalty program and receive twenty percent off your entire purchase once per month. That offer extends to current members.
0: All right, guys, let's. I got some categories here. Is there a best moment of this game? Hmm. I, for mm. me, I'll give mine up right off the top. I think it was the Jr. Smith three in the third quarter. <laughs> again, that heat check one because it was just. I. Some players are more exciting when they hit a shot. And I think everybody knows who and what Jr. was. So when he did it, it was like, that's it. Start the party. Start the music. Yeah, uh,
2: that's true. I'm, I'm trying to think that. I mean, there were a couple of there were Chauncey Billups had a couple moments that for me that that. All felt yeah. the same level yeah. of unbelievable and so high.
0: But maybe that's why they cancel each other out. A no, bit. I would agree with you. They were certainly more twi- impactful. Oh, yeah, I know, but that's what but I mean. But it wasn't a singular moment. You couldn't say, like, oh, his fifth. Three I, I actually or his did.
3: Sixth. I actually think his 8 3 for me was the moment. No, I'm serious. I'm <laughs> actually yeah. serious. It
0: might have been one of the end ones because yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Over, and it was just well, like it, piling. It on. was to cap
1: a 21 0 run.
3: Dude, it was outrageous because there was like. That that meter of like, okay, I knew Chauncey played well in this game, but not this well, but not this well, but not this well. And it, right, yeah,
1: just, it kept just kept going, going up.
0: Yeah. That's definitely true. It wasn't I uh, thought he was it, done. It
1: wasn't it wasn't Sean Marks' seven minute stint. You know? <laughs> Dude, you, you, he post actually he posterized
0: Kenyon Martin in this one somehow. You know what how yeah. ridiculous is <laughs> that you know what's
2: crazy? This game didn't have like any real downtime. You know, like you watch the Nuggets sometimes, and like they just hit a stretch where it's like, oh, power, well, powers off. It's you like, know,
0: yeah, but you, you know why that is? Because we didn't have any commercials, yeah, for like any exactly. halftime. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the, I know, but <laughs> so I uh, we watched it on YouTube. No, but no, no, no but, but the quickly. but the energy <laughs> of the
2: <laughs> team never dipped. That the energy yeah, but, of, the energy oh. of the team oftentimes dips quite a bit throughout the pe- not in the playoff, like they though.
0: not I think not in a playoff.
1: Well, the energy of the Nuggets dips a lot when the bench goes Th- That's in, what I mean. as for this season. Oh, but I the Nuggets This is what I'm talking Yeah, this is
0: game. that's what I mean there's no
2: let up. Like the starters came in, they were kicking ass, the bench came in, they were kicking ass. Like at certain points you didn't even realize what lineup was in cuz like yeah. everyone yeah, was just killing.
0: Well, it's good. Birdman is like a super energy guy. I mean, he's up there with Kenneth Freed as like oh, a guy that's off the bench that comes in that you're just like... And it's funny because Plumley is sometimes that guy. Like, there are times when Plumley checks in and it's like he could tell the team needs energy and he does some stuff and you're like, oh, Plumley. You know, but it wasn't like Birdman level. Birdman, it wasn't J.R. Smith level. B-
2: Birdman was a cult leader. Like,
0: Birdman, he was like a cult figure. Like, we were... I think that's actually what he is is at this very moment. To this it's, day, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's what he's doing. It's just so much... S- no, Birdman,
1: <laughs> Birdman was... Cool. The, Birdman was the Wancho of this team, guys? He was, oh, he, he was, was so much more. No, no, no. He no, was no. the guy who
2: <laughs> so much t- t- more. No,
1: he was the guy who the second he walks to the scorer's table, everybody's like, "Oh man, Wancho's coming!" Oh, in. but Wancho's it was so
2: coming. much more. And
1: he can just kind of change the game. Which dude, the is whole game. city was
2: he wearing do- Birdman Mohawks. Like, yeah, they were wearing Birdman yeah, Mohawks. Yeah, Consider yeah. that.
0: You know what? This Nuggets team is missing that guy because the Nuggets love this guy, like Bill Hanslick. Then you had uh, Ryan Bowen. You had Nahra. Like, I'm serious. Like, this guy, that's not good. Yeah. But he's really good at one thing, and he comes in and brings energy. And like those 12 minutes are going to be chaos and in a good way. And you you remember Birdman would walk to the table and do the like arm thing. You guys, I don't know if you could see me, but like, oh I, yeah, like oh, it was yeah. like uh, almost the denver's version of the the lebron james powder toss where it was just like oh here he's coming he's checking oh in. He's god ready. Damn. Like, here it
2: comes. don't you want i mean the best thing we have going for us now is uh, mpj coming up but it's like a nervous energy when he comes up oh
0: god it's so true mike see this is the stuff michael blow doesn't get he doesn't understand I the know. importance of like the vibe yeah, the, you know the, what i mean the, like, i know the theater like, no you know what he needs to learn to rotate to the corners before i No, like the, everybody needs this like we need this because we're going to be talking about it it is so, so that, that's like
2: the weirdest thing the weirdest disconnect i think in uh between the way people look at sports is whether or not they think emotion is an appropriate part of it
0: oh yeah totally and
2: it's if you don't if like in the michael malone school of thought like it's not important it's just like mechanical and like you 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 just do this you get this you're this many minutes but like you know george carl is much more emotional in the way that he coaches a game (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that in ways both good and bad. But you're right. Like, it's so funny to think of George Carl coaching this specific team because George Carl, we know, a phenomenal, one of the winningest coaches, very confident, like self confident guy, coaching a bunch of guys who don't want to listen to anybody. Like, it's just such a clash of so many personalities, and it kind of works in this way that's so entertaining. Like, more than anything else, it's like, throw a bunch of lions into the lion's dead it's, and...
3: it's so funny that they gave george carl jr smith the basketball gods it's oh just on top incredible. i mean they
0: gave him they gave him carmelo, carmelo iverson Kenny, I- martin yeah. and jr <laughs> <laughs> i was just like, it was like come on man. Birdman. <laughs> they almost killed each other once but it, yeah <laughs> but
2: that's the most amazing thing about george carl and that's what i mean like he realizes the yeah. emotional part is also important so he allows jr smith to go up and just like trip over his own feet for three quarters because he knows that they're going to get that emotional boost at the end from him
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah totally absolutely um another one was there a role player of the game
1: Uh, it was might have been Lennis klaiza who was an absolute beast in this game and he was a beast kind of garbage
0: of this game though I think
1: I don't know, man. He I, I thought he played his role perfect. I, I had perfect. I had
0: Birdman
2: all the way for this one. Yeah, Birdman, big time. Yeah, yeah Bird Birdman was. was Bird, great. I think
0: it was Birdman too. That was my pick. Um, Clay's it was good. Like in that fourth when it was uh, completely over. Um, MVP of the game is obviously Chauncey. I mean, there's no we can we don't even need to have a conversation about it. Was there an LVP of the game?
2: Uh, LVP from
0: either team. This could be like yeah, least valuable player could be from either team. Would be the LVP. I mean, all, all of the Hornets after. Uh, <laughs> David David West
1: was shook by <laughs> Kenny Martin in this game.
0: Absolutely they... shook.
1: David West went 4 16 from the field. Kmart was in his head from the opening tip.
2: What What about the way that Reggie Miller described the game, where he was saying it was a uh, behind the woodshed beating? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a weird one. And he was like, was he, was like, he, was like <laughs> he was like, he was like, They just punked them so hard. Like, he just called them out to their absolute core on national TV and, like, kept going. It was unbelievable.
0: It was weird hearing Marv and Reggie, and Marv still with a little bit of his fastball at least. Oh, you totally, know, like Marv. It's it's kind of tough hearing Marv now, but because he sounds the exact same. Yeah, it's just he right. he misses it. Every- <laughs> with a three pointer. Like no, always- now they're saying he had a foot on. Like nope, nope, not <laughs> close. Uh, Re- Reggie's the exact same, sadly. I, I I I think. Um, Hilton Armstrong, I thought was was bad in this game. I think everybody besides Chris Paul. Like it really did feel like Chris Dude, Paul. And, he and, and, was so. Good though. Like, I he was how shifty. That dude oh. was man. You know what's funny is he was so good, but I feel like Chauncey just killed him. You know, like yeah. like just out outclassed him. But you're right that he was also really good. I, mean, I, I team... guess it, we he was so quick, man. Chris Paul was so freaking and quick he in this
2: and not game. only quick, he darty. Like he would just go. That, like, yeah. a, a, see, he was like a he's exactly. he like a water bug. Like he just finds little the... open areas <laughs> and like just water waits yeah. for you know and like waits for a, an opening, a soft spot in the defense, and then just like. Quickly
3: attacks That little uh, Steve Nash curl, right? They go baseline. They don't really look to yeah. score. Yeah, the Nash. Yeah, I
0: love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they kept calling it the Nash, too, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, no Euro steps in this game. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> a crazy No sh- DHOs in this Not game. A one. No DHOs. <laughs> Another sort of shocking thing about it, there was a Twitter ad. There was an ad for Twitter. That yeah. was, it's just so crazy
3: and they were still do you guys remember when it was still like ironic because these guys had to talk about Twitter but yes. no one liked it yet
0: you're tweeting aren't you you're yeah. tweeting yeah, right I'm, uh-huh. tweeting, I'm tweeting I'm on the Twitter
3: <laughs> 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 meanwhile meanwhile there, there's like there's like this Ernest Blackberry segment that they're
0: writing through. So, yeah. So good. Do you think that in like 10 years we're going to look back at the All-Star game and be like, TikTok? Oh my god, they got blood, but they <laughs> oh, don't know what man. it is. Oh, I hope so. I, I, hope, I hope TikTok's dead in ten years. Oh, uh, listen to us, man. I'm telling you, us the way we responded to this makes me think TikTok is absolutely gonna be like Twitter, and we're gonna sound like a bunch of like 100 percent Oh, so bad. Um What ifs? I'm gonna go with this what if. What if Chauncey had a bad game? Because the Nuggets win this one by 30. What if Chauncey had an off night? How did the game go?
1: I still think they could have yeah. won. And I still think they could have won the series, really, if Chauncey didn't have like an unbelievable series. Because New Orleans was not that great. They just weren't. <laughs> they just weren't that great outside of no. Chris Paul. Denver was such a better team top to bottom. No,
2: uh, I was trying to – who was the other player of theirs that was like doing a little bit uh, – he has like a super weird name. Uh,
0: P- Paja? No, not, not nice Stojakovic. Night. It's... Uh,
2: what is his name?
0: Well, you have... Rasul Razul Butler.
2: Rasul Butler. Dude, that's the weirdest name. Rasul.
0: Well, he had eight points. I don't know that he was... Rasul okay. Butler was like the most
2: 2009 player ever. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just had loud... He had a loud eight. <laughs> <laughs> a loud eight points. <laughs>
1: He played big minutes because he was like their defensive stopper on yeah, Chauncey they, or
2: yeah, tried yeah. to be. Just, I just heard his name a lot, and every time I was like, huh, that's a really weird name, like a hundred
0: times. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got for this game. Those are, those are all the categories. Is there anything else that we need? Oh, Any other I, angles? Well, can I
2: talk about something? Yeah. Uh, did you guys know that we did a thing tonight called the NVR Watches along with this yes. game? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did. Did you That's have earlier, a Did yeah. you have a
2: good time doing that tonight? I thought that was oh, man, I had a unbelievably really good time. fun. George Carl was tweeting alongside us. That was so fun, you guys. How fun was that? that? Was George Carl. Like, Big shout. I mean, I don't know. When we were talking about doing this, I, I was like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But it's like really, it's like watching a game. That felt like watching a yeah. Nuggets game all of a sudden. And it was like getting back together with an old girlfriend, but like when you but like going back to the good times with them like getting getting to relive good times with an old girlfriend unbelievable
0: is that what you advise is that what you advise right now to all of our listeners out there everyone call up your no no (laughs) no no,
2: because that's what like current mellow is like nobody wants that you i'm saying like you get to go back and relive the good times again with your ex with your ex-girlfriend it's unbelievable. Did you,
0: did you, did you guys see unprecedented. that? Unprecedented. Did you guys see that DM that got shared where that guy was like crazy? They canceled the NBA. Makes me realize I need to. Or I kind of him screwing it up. I need to be a better boyfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: you did screw that
1: up. I've got I've got one more thing on this game though though, um, the uniforms. Yeah. What Ooh, do we think about out. the powder blue uniforms? Because I absolutely love them. I absolutely love them. And yes, after a 10 year run, they needed a rebrand. Most teams do after a rebrand. There's only a couple certain teams like the Lakers, the Celtics, the Bulls, the Knicks, the iconic uniforms that can stay for 20, 30 years. But at this current time, for, you know, whatever it was, 03 through 2009, 10, then in like the, 2011, 12, 13 they probably should have gotten rid of them but at this time these uniforms were absolutely Can fire. I tell
2: you why what what why you just said is wrong? <laughs> because if you if there's a, a point when they're supposed to end then they were never right <laughs> <Did there's, Man. laughs> but then there's
1: only been like four uniforms ever in the NBA that that's been why good. you have
2: to design it in such a way that it will it transcends time like it's always makes sense because it, it's, it's a, just it, you just it, use it, uh, classic I proportion. would disagree
1: I would say it's impossible to design a uniform that no look at the
2: Celtics unless
1: you're an iconic <laughs> franchise that's funny but but that, but that <laughs> is because they're you can iconic. transcend space if the Celtics are trash time. if the Celtics were no. trash, they would have 20 different uniforms. No, it's because by now.
2: It's, they just use classic design, they don't go out of their element. No, <laughs> uh, I,
1: I totally disagree. This with is the like mistake. if the Celtics <laughs> had been trash, if they had not won 12 championships from 1960 to 1990, they would have 10 but this different.
2: This is one uniforms. of these arguments where somebody is telling someone from the CDC about that. The coronavirus is a flu. Like, like
3: no, no, <laughs> get, get, get out of here. Man. Eric, not Eric loves not Eric loves all. the I'm an artist card. He, loves
2: yeah, he, no, goes, he plays
0: no. it anytime you disagree.
2: Because like, this <laughs> is this is the only reason I'm on earth. Do you understand? Like, <laughs> this is all I and, and it's I'm I'm very good at it, and I'm not good at anything else. And like, so this is the one thing that's just like I don't I don't believe anybody he, else's opinion you know <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't disagree with Eric, with Eric's overarching point, but the one thing I will say that is nice about this powder blue is to me it is frozen in time. And I know if that's a that's a bug, not a feature to you, but to me, like going back, the the, the look of this game with the powder blue court and the powder blue fans, powder blue jerseys, to me it, it like Immediately takes me back to the time. yeah, and so for me, I kind of like well, that, see, and I know you say this, this is that is don't like p- that as an overarching that idea, is nostalgia. But... I mean that what you just
2: described is nostalgia, where you it's just the the team was so dope. That, I mean, like what is not to like about what you were just shown Like every part of that looks so good. Like the, the if if the team suck, then they look like those white uniforms. You still see them all the time. They never catch your eye when you're walking by them in the stadium. Like they just melt in like. But that doesn't mean they weren't good back then. I, that's
0: the point, though. Like, there isn't a thread, though. To your point, and I even feel like there's not a thread in Nuggets fanhood. Like, there's a lot of people that love this Mellows team. That once it was over, was over. I mean, our own Drew Creesman has a little bit of this to me when you talk about him. He's like, yeah, I just stopped liking the Nuggets and whatever. And it's it does feel a little bit like this era is just a completely different team and experience and fan it, base it, it, and it, everything. It, it, it,
2: yeah, it feels. You could tell me that this was this was the. Uh... New Jersey Nuggets and I'd be like yeah yeah like just some different team. like no connection to the current team that we're watching
0: it's almost like the New Orleans Hornets and the New Orleans Pelicans yeah. like I don't know how much of an overlap there is on those two fan bases but um so I, I, I there's something weird about it but it was nice to Harrison's point I hate the powder blues I don't like them but it was nice seeing it today and being like ah oh, that's right I no I, I
2: get it I, I'm just saying like it's nostalgia it, like, I loved them in
0: 09 absolutely because, loved you, because you loved in in the 09. team
2: it's like what you were just saying. No, I love the, it's, the But uniform. it's like what you were telling me about the cell. Like, that you guys
3: are <laughs> ruining my night. Guys, I, I got to go to bed.
2: I, <laughs> All
0: right. Let's move this was back. so, move, this was so much fun, guys. Be following us on Twitter. We, we're, we're having a lot of fun right now. As much fun as we can have while quarantined inside of our own respective houses. Unbelievable. And the fun's only started. Like We started up a gaming channel today over at DNVR. I don't know what that means.
3: Thanks, thanks Adam. I'll take it from here. Yeah, so follow at DNVR underscore gaming. We'll tweet out all of our Twitch streams. We're gonna have some launch some DNVR tournaments, DNVR leagues, and just general interactive content asking you what games you play, what games you love, and yeah, we'll find a way to fill the interim with something fun and exciting.
0: Yeah. I got it. Yeah? I got I got what Brendan's um forward is, his version of forward. Uh uh-uh. uh it's t- tournament. tournaments <laughs> tournaments tournaments <laughs> tournaments tournaments this is a stretch <laughs> a tournament.
2: do you want to know what <laughs> what say it, I wanna hear it. <laughs> do you want to know what yours I realize is adam my
1: forward is a new york accent type thing forward it's a philly thing i feel
2: like <laughs> adam do you, you want to know what yours is yes you say in a vacuum <laughs> <or what? laughs> no 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 <gasps> you you emphasize ing very yeah. hard so you'll say uh, well, you do he's he's a he, good <laughs> singer or <laughs> you do you you have linger have a <laughs> linger like you that
0: well, linger that no, no 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 yeah, no but it, binom it, binom but you always
2: say you always say singer lingering. or king I don't know whatever like
0: I can't wait ling. to start hearing this from myself Yeah yeah yeah
2: I hope that it ruins uh listening to you for you <laughs> like it like it has for the rest of us obviously <laughs> <laughs>
0: So follow DNVR Gaming. Follow us where we do these DNVR watches tomorrow night. I'll be podcasting on Love is Blind. That's right. We are watching Love is Blind together. And I'm going to be with (laughs) my main man, Andre Simone, tomorrow. I can't wait. This is the weirdest pairing ever for a, a show about a dating show. I cannot wait for it. Um, So tune into all the cool stuff we're doing then again on Friday, we're gonna hopefully be watching game two so long as it has not been flagged and taken down Which I really hope it's not our our video. It's been up for years. So hopefully we get to watch game two and continue this series Thanks so much everybody for tuning in. We'll see you again tomorrow night
1: Guys before we get out of here right now you can purchase travel craft coffee online for 20% off using code DNVR 20 You can try it at Carbon Cafe and Bar Drip Denver Slow High Coffee, Blue Sparrow Coffee, and Max Market. CBD is non-psychoactive. It's been known to help term long help long-term migraines, decrease anxiety, arthritis, IBS. And remember purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20.